Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 303 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Happy New Year. It's Kyle and Ben ready to get your year of golf chatter kicked off, and we're ready to have some fun. Uh, the scenery looks a little different. Um, we had some scheduling conflicts, so we're not recording live for bunkers, but we're still going to be uh, recording live from bunkers. And we have some bunkers announcements uh, that we'll go over shortly. But uh, but first, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Sign up today, get a 50% welcome bonus. Use coupon code BLEAV, B L E A V, and get that bonus. So give them 100 bucks. They're going to give you 50 back on top of it to play with. Hopefully, you had already done this and you racked up during bowl season. Uh, you're going to have the national championship coming up uh, next week. Uh, one of the biggest betting um, tickets oh, uh, of the year. There's going to be tons of prop bets, tons of stuff, uh, tons of different lines. Who do uh, you have? Who do you have? Right now, I think I would take Michigan. I think they're going to out physical uh, mm. Washington. I think they're going to they're going to grind it and keep the ball away from them. That's my that's my opinion. So. Hammer Washington, <laughs> Hammer Washington. No, I'm but you going got Washington just because I want to. I want to hear it over and over. Big Phoenix energy. Big I Phoenix. Hear that over, yes, Love <laughs> that's it. what I. That's what I want to hear. That like all day. What is it? They play on Monday, so Tuesday afternoon. That's what I want to hear on all the sports shows on Tuesday. Did you see that Phoenix energy last night? I dig it. I dig it. Uh, you still got NFL. You got NFL playoffs coming up. Uh, oh, last regular season weekend. Yeah, obviously. And then in a, in NBA, tons of stuff you can bet. Uh, NCAA basketball, all kind of stuff. So uh, you should definitely need to have your account ready. Uh, and then if you don't want to bet on any sports, you can hit that online casino and lose all your money. But then especially you, can, when you, especially when you've had six or seven beers and you think it's a great idea to jump on there, you just start pounding blackjack until three a.m. Just, but you can if you want to. You can if yeah, you want. You got seventeen. Hit it. Just hit it. Hit it. Just keep, just keep going. Just keep hitting it. Uh, yeah, bet online. It's where the game starts. So yes, we are uh, had a scheduling conflict. We couldn't record at bunkers tonight, uh, but bunkers is still hopping. Uh, they're still still going and they have some announcements and this one's big. Okay. This one's big. And I think that, um, we're going to be, uh, partaking in this, uh, we're actually, I know we're going to be partaking in the first part. So next Tuesday, uh, we will be recording live, uh, from bunkers. They're going to be doing a tap takeover, uh, with Yazoo brewery. Okay. So Yazoo, Y-A-Z-O-O brewery is doing a tap takeover. And also, we're going to be pumping up the Scramble League, okay? There's going to be a lot of details to come. It's going to be a six-week league, okay? I think it's like a, a early talk. It's going to be a three-man scramble. There's going to be prizes every week. It's going to be a cumulative score, and they're going to have a grand prize, uh, a grand prize at the end. We're going to record it. We're going to have fun doing it. Um, Do you have to putt? Do what? I don't know. I, I said we're waiting on all the we're waiting on all the details. They're supposed to give us the details next week, so that we could, uh, you know, we'll drop it on, on the pod, so you can be, so you can be ready for it, so you can sign up and be part of that. Because I mean, a three man scramble uh, on that thing could be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm convinced if you know how to putt on a simulator, 
you will win cash money. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's just like regular life and putting. If you can putt in real life, you make money. If you can putt on those simulators, you're going to make money. Exactly. But like I said, there's going to be six weeks. There's the prizes and stuff we're going to announce uh, next week. Um, another thing. So we did have brunch on Sundays only, and it was from 11 to three. Now they're extending that from 10 to three and they're doing it on Saturday. So you got brunch Saturday and Sunday. Now 10 to three kids play free. Uh, so bring your kids during those times, uh, and the kids can play, uh, the simulators free, uh, from 10 to three. So, uh, that's, that's also up big. So, Big things going down at bunkers. Yep. Uh, the, the the word's starting to get out, so you better start uh, booking your tea times now because uh, it's uh it's 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 that weather too where you just it's just you don't do you really want to commit to go playing on, on, on uh, that eight thirty tea time that nine o'clock frost delay tea no. time do you really want to commit to that um, you could go uh, and and then obviously the sun's going down uh, quicker. It's been going down quicker. So just take advantage. Take advantage. Just try it out once. I'm sure you'll get hooked like we are. So you know my rules. Under under 50, don't go. Under yeah, 50 degrees. Under 50 degrees. No, thank you. Uh, but bunkers in Auburn, uh, check them out. All right. So I've seen this. Uh, we haven't done a good would you rather or scenario type show in quite a while. And I think this one's going to be heavy on it. You know, just good old classic dad bod golf pod stuff. Um, the, the century, I think is, is it this weekend? That's really the yep. first tournament that kicks off the year. It's, it is what it is. It's a, it's a fun tournament, but it just doesn't feel like it's really serious until they play like Riviera or, or Pebble beach or something like that. So we'll have to hang through this, uh, through the, you know, the two stops in Hawaii and then, you know, maybe it'll start getting a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've seen this scenario, this, uh, situation, uh, and I've discussed it with multiple people and we have broken down like all the intricacies of it. And I think it's very, uh, fun to, to, to talk about. So Ben, here's your scenario. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. I'm going to write you a check right now for $1 million cash. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, n- don't, don't ask me about before or after taxes. You just, I'm writing you a check for $1 million cash. Okay. Okay. The only stipulation is you, you can just never set. Basically, you'll never set foot at Augusta. Like even if you, you get the opportunity, you ne- can never set foot at Augusta. All right, so that's your stipulation: one million dollars cash. Or I could write you a check for twenty million dollars cash, but you want to know what you got to do? I'd love to know. Okay. All right. So <laughs> you have eight hours. You have unlimited mulligans, and it's not like. There's no cleanup. It's like literally you hit and then you just look down and there's a ball and you can keep going. So it's not like there's a whole lot of time consumed when you have to take a mulligan. It's like just it's literally reload. Okay. Okay. It's imaginary. Your ball that's up there is gone. You look down, there's another ball. You can just reload and go. Okay. Unlimited mulligans, eight hours. Can you shoot nine under at Augusta with unlimited mulligans from the championship tees for $20 million. Do you do that or do you just take the million? And I may bump it down to less. I'm just going to say a hundred thousand dollars. How about that? Let's just take a million. Cause a million is oh, well, a lot. That's a, that's a, that's a no brainer. A million is okay. Well, <laughs> what's what th- 
Like I was, I was tempted Let's to take the million. million. Right, leave it at, leave it at a million. Leave it at a million. And the reason being is because, okay, so here's my take on it. Cause when you said it, the, 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 the number to me is not the million or the 20 million. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been a million versus a million. Yeah. You know, cause the thing is, if you cut me the check for a million, I can't ever see a gust. Like I, I will never play it. Yeah. So you could have said, you know, or take a million and you can play it, but you have to do this. Instead, you made it 20. The key number that we need to be looking at here and focusing on is the nine under. Yeah. Nine under, nine birdies. And there's yeah. a stipulation because you said you get eight hours. Yeah. Eight hours or less. Do I get a caddy? In this scenario, I'm going to say no. Okay. I mean, because that would be huge just because they always say you can't read the green like you need somebody you don't to read, read the green. It. But you also have unlimited mulligans. So right. like you I could get put it. you could put twelve balls a hole, basically. I mean I know. It, so and you can see every single line. My two key numbers are the nine under and the eight hours to do so. Cause I play really fast golf. Like I can reload really quickly. I mean, I can I can I can get five balls down the fairway rather fast. Sure. <laughs> and then take the best one of the five and go from there. Um it's not how mulligans work, but but sure. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> it's oh, not a scramble. Man. It's not a scramble. It's a mulligan. I know. So if you take it out, you don't get to use it. You got to go. You got to take. You got to eventually take whatever shot that you that you accept. Yeah. But when you say unlimited mulligans, like can I? It's unlimited. Can I take, can I take ten putts at a at a at the hole? Yeah. As okay. many as you want. As many as you want. It's unlimited. Every shot you got, a, you got unlimited mulligans for every shot. You just only have eight hours. Oh yeah, I'm taking the twenty million and I'm going out there and I'm seeing if I can get nine under. Oh yes, okay. And the, re- <laughs> All right. and the reason being is because I'm looking at the holes. Okay, so I got to chalk up on one. I, I'm I'm survive. I'm I'm just wanting par. I want to get out there and get par. Survive it. Yes. Uh, one is it, it, and it's funny because. The green always looks just awful. So it just, yeah. it looks like nobody can hold the green. Sunday pins too. Let's say Sunday pins. Sunday pin. You can see. I mean, there was one point in time he hasn't done it as of late when he's played, but there was one point in time where Tiger had a string of he bogeyed number one. Like I don't know, something like twelve or fifteen rounds in a row. Not an easy hole. No. So I'm sitting there going, all right, this is the greatest golfer in the world, and he can't par it. So this is this, one could pose a problem for me. All right. Yeah. Um, two, the good news is par five, relatively short. I mean, you see some of those guys going there with irons, that Sunday pins in that bottom, you know, bottom no, we're right. Do we're not going in with irons. <laughs> we're we're like we're playing for the third shot. No, 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 no. Yeah, we're we're definitely not going in with irons. But I mean, I think you know, you you and I could get driver three wood down to the bottom. To be sure. able to try to get up and down for birdie, yeah. So I'm I'm giving I'm giving me birdie on two, sure. Okay, three birdie. That whole three nice. is do what now? Yeah, you got to have a birdie on two. You got yeah, you got to have birdie on two. Three is honestly it is it is way more elevated than it ever looks on television. Uh, and the same thing with with four with the par three, it looks a whole lot different as well. But you've got to birdie three or four. And four is going to be harder because it's a 240-yard par three. 
So you've yeah. got to take advantage of the 350-yard three par four. Yeah, yeah, three is a must-have. You and I can't get it up greenside like the pros can. No. But you just got to – this is where your mulligans come in with your wedge play because you oh, can't yeah. get it down there within Got it. Uh, 120 yards in maybe. Yeah. And so you've got to have back-to-back birdies on two and three because Kyle may have to hit driver on four, the par three, 240. It's, I mean, it's a beast. Yeah. And so now the good news, like I said, I mean, that's one of those where I can hit it and I know whether it's there or not. And I'm reloading right away, probably. Yeah. So I'm, you know, giving myself par on four, five. Here's what sticks out to me on five. Everybody always, Five is so tough, and it's so much longer than people say because yeah. it is completely uphill from the tee box. It never goes back downhill. And three-shotter. Yes. I think, I think more than likely it would be a three-shotter. I mean, these guys are hitting driver four irons in the green, yeah. depending on what the wind does. So I literally could be hitting driver three wood into the green Hoping it holds because that green never holds anything. That's one of the few you see you guys landed on the driver, green and roll it you off. Could the be back. driver three wood wedge. Yes. It's that long. It's five yes. it's over five hundred yards and it's uphill. So like you're you're gonna have to play that par four like you're trying to birdie a par five. Like you yes. I, I think you're you're gonna have to be okay with um using your mulligans to I think chip and putt. I think you're gonna mm-hmm. ha- you're gonna have to. Yes. Oh, I completely five's agree. out for me. Five is like survive. For survive number five. One and one and five are both in the same boat for me. Sure. If you can get par, you feel like you've done okay. Yeah. Here's, um, my, here's the keep going, keep going. Yeah. All right. Six. Then I go to six. Oh, and and survive. it's a it's 180 yards, but again, it doesn't look 180 when you're standing there. I mean, uh, like you just said, it's a survival. Top hole. right, forget it. Just yes. Forget it. And that's that's what you're looking to have. So then you got to start. Then, then the flat area. Now the green is elevated, but seven because I come in off a of nine whenever we park there. So seven is one of the holes that we walk close to a lot, and it looks shorter in person than it actually looks on television. It says it's four fifty. Uh, the crosswalk. Once you get by there, that's where you see a lot of guys uh, hit just over the crosswalk. The thing is, is it's blind to the to the green. So, you know, it's one of those like you said, your unlimited mulligans. I may not know where my ball is up there. And so if we've got no spotter, I mean, I may, that, that may be another survival hole. Yeah. And, and then you get to eight. That's your par five. You got to have birdie on the par five. The par fives, right the par fives are all short enough. You've got to have birdie on par you five. Every par five. Every, everyone. And so, so we're, uh, at, we're at three, we're at three birdies through eight right now. So nine. Yes. Yes. I nine. think nine's a bird. Nine's one you got to stay there until you birdie it. <laughs> You can't leave. You know what I mean? You have to. Two two hours of your eight hours comes at nine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you could get it down the hill. If you can hit you a, a good ro- uh, roping hook down that hill, I think you can get it down far enough where you could probably, after about four or five shots, you can hit one on that little backstop and on, on the Sunday pin, and it rolled down there, you know, pretty tight. And then mm-hmm. you just got – I think you got to play nine until you birdie it because I think it's – I think it's possibly – I mean, you only got four right now. I said, I said, I think seven would be one for me. But that again, if you hit a drive two hundred and fifty yards, you still have over two hundred yards, mm-hmm. you know, into a pin that you're probably not going to be able to see into a green that doesn't hold really well. So that's elevated. 
Yeah, exactly. But you can't see what, what it's doing when it gets up there. So, um, so yeah, I, so I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving us birdie on nine because I honestly yeah. think if you take enough mulligans, I think you can put yourself in the right spot to, to at least have a makeable putt and maybe only have to take two or three mulligans to, to putt it. 10 and 11, no chance whatsoever. Get just, there's no chance. You don't think on 10? Hell no. Hell, it's so long. And can you, I mean, it's so long and that green is, that, that green is tough. I, I mean, it's like, it's like a 500 yard hole. I know it's way downhill, but can yeah. you rope, can you rope hook one and get it rolling right to left? Uh, you think you can do that? Me? No. Yeah. Rope hook? There's no such thing. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I mean, I would have to like mega manipulate something to get it down there. I mean, I know I got unlimited mulligans, but I I don't want. I, I just, that second shot is just going to be too impossible. I think ten and eleven, you're 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 grinding your balls off, and you're just trying to get to twelve. I, I really do. I think you're trying to get to twelve uh, with two pars because I think twelve's gettable. I think you got you got to stay there until you get twelve. You got it. Hit. Yes, I agree. I've said before, one shot. Gave, hey, if you got a birdie one hole with one shot, you don't pick twelve. But if you got unlimited hundred and fifty yard shots, you absolutely. Oh yeah, twelve has got to be twelve's gettable. So now yes. we're we're at uh we're at five birdies. Okay, so through twelve. All right, thirteen. And then we're at six going into thirteen. We're at six birdies. Well, we're going. I'm going to give us a birdie on thirteen. The par okay, five. 13. Yeah, yeah, thirteen. Yeah. Six birdies. Okay, I'm with that. Because that, that both one. of us can get down that. We I can't get to the green in two, mm-hmm. but we can get down in that flat area where, with my wedges, I can take enough mulligans where I can almost have a tap in. Yeah, yeah, I'm on, there. I'm on with you. I'm on with uh, you. on thirteen. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen looks very simple. To me, it's not. Fourteen's the one with no bunkers, right? Yes. Yeah. So you can um, theoretically you, run one, maybe run one up there. Probably the biggest green on the course. Yeah. Is 14. And uh, so there's one reason it does. So you could, I could probably, I, yeah, I could probably What's run the total something length? up there. That's uh, 440 is the total length on it. Uh, so if you can get a 250 yard drive, you should be able to get to the, you should, it's a, that pin has some funneling to. If if it's if it's Sunday pin, that isn't that typically on fourteen? Like in the no seventeen is the one. Yeah, where it's back where left. Come back, yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know where the pin is on fourteen, the Sunday pin, but I still think fourteen's one you got to you have to stay there until you've been. Well, because fourteen's one of the most unwatched holes out there, and the whole reason being is because you got the par five on Azalea on thirteen, and then the par five on fifteen. So everybody shows all those shots, so you never get to exactly. see fourteen as much. Uh, but you're right, fourteen. The easiest way to remember is the one that has no bunkers. Um, so the good news is, is you can get up around the green. Hopefully, you can get close to the pin. You could you could go fifty fifty on that, Kyle. You we could do birdie or I mean, with it only being four hundred and forty yards, one of the shortest par fours out there, we could go possibly bird and it's it's flat. It's not elevated, it's not something that we gotta worry about. No, you just you know, not a blind shot into the green, like you can see the entire green, so you're good. So um putting, let's go ahead unlimited and do- unlimited mulligans on putting is extremely underrated. Like you- yes. You you in theory, if you can get anything within twenty feet, 
I think if you have like the unlimited reload thing, I think there's a chance you could, you probably could run one in. And, and oh yeah. Because yeah, it's mulligans, you're not necessarily going to be tentative. Uh, I like 14. I think 14 is one that you got to have. So you're saying we could possibly birdie 13, 14, and 15. And 16. And 16. 15, 15 is all about to me, what do you do? With that second shot, do you how many chances do you take to try to get it over before you lay one up? Because more than likely, your first one you lay up is not going to be perfect either. So, like, if you you do you take five or six good rips at it to see if you got it in you, and then you're like, okay, I definitely don't have that. So I'm going to hit you know five or you know hit four or five, try to hit four or five perfect layups down there you know down there on the left where you can hit back up the hill you know Mm -hmm. uh into that that thing that's to me is the key there but you got 15s you got to have it you got to have it no 15 you got to have and i don't think i could get there i think that i would automatically lay up down there as quickly as possible to the bottom left and sit see what i can do with my wedges to try to get close to a tap in hitting it Um, it uphill into the yeah yeah because that's all carry for me and you know that's not in my bag so, yeah. um, I, see, yes. Yeah, so you could possibly that and sixteen. You're looking at four birdies in a row. Yeah, that so, are possible right there. And then yeah, I think survive. You got to go. I think you have to go four in a row. I think you got to go twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. No, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. That's five in a row. Sixteen is definitely a gettable, a gettable. Yes, hole. everything's gonna funnel. All you got to do is hit that one perfect six or seven iron uh, yes. out there to the right, and it's going to feed back down close. And and then uh, I think you could probably birdie that one quick. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you could probably go go pretty quick on that. So definitely. And then if you birdie fourteen, then you, you're done. You're done there. You're nine under. Uh, if you birdie fourteen, and then obviously the ones we've said, you're done. So you just then it's just survival mode. You're just trying. <laughs> trying to survive uh 17 and 18 because 18 18 is tough like what are the odds you'll boat like you'll ha- is there any chance that you'll just what hole do you see that like you may just have to take a bogey i'm not leaving a hole with bogey i'll run out of eight hours before that happens i'm not taking a bogey here's and if you got it planned down like we're doing right now i may not move on to the next hole without a birdie on you run out of time about. if you run out of time you have to go to jail how about that <laughs> That wasn't part of the equation to start with. Now you're throwing in rules. Yep, you got to go to jail, and it's bad jail. It is. <laughs> it's if not you, bad by jail. It's bad jail. Bad jail. No, I mean if yeah, if you finish the course and you just don't get it, you just don't get it. But if you if you go over your time, you got to go right to jail, like immediately in the paddy wagon. What if you What if you go into eighteen at eight under? You got twenty minutes. Shit, you're you just lose. <laughs> you just lose. That's all. Like you gotta get you literally have to get a ball out there in the fairway on your first tee shot. Not in those bunkers, because those that front left bunker is reachable for a lot of players. Like it's it's uh, only like two sixty out there. You uh, can't be you can't be in that bunker. I think it's a little further than that, but still, yeah, I I get what you're saying. And so you got to be in the fairway. And then the good news is the pin placement on 18 is never the toughest, in my opinion. 
the toughest is always that back ride on like day one because guys yeah, go long and have left, to, and it's got a little funnely funnel yeah yeah it's got a little funnel to it and so 465 dead up the hill yeah. like you can't even play that hole until like you can't play it regular in 20 minutes much no. less mulligan jack you just gotta you just gotta eat it and get done so you don't gotta go to jail <laughs> I think I'm 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 with you. I think I try. I honestly don't know that the eight hours people were. T- I was talking. Uh, we were doing the, trying to do the math. Like if you played your own ball and you didn't just like j- jack it back and cross, you know, jack it back across, you know, back and forth across the green uh, every hole, you could probably play in four hours. And then mm-hmm. I, and maybe like depending on depending on putting and things like that like i just don't i think the 8 hours is not really going to come into play i think that's plenty of time i think it's plenty of i time. think it's plenty of time because i think you break it up i mean you got to finish the front nine in 4 hours yeah and if you do what we said and you survive you know like 1 and 3 and you know and and 5 you get your pars there and you get them knocked out rather quickly um, yeah. even if that, even if that's the thing, like, even if you just hit miraculous shot, even it's almost, if you've conceded a par, if you've made your plan that I've got to have these pars, I mean, Kyle, when you get to somewhere like five that plays super long, if you do get to the edge of the green, you don't take a mulling and you just go up there and try to two putt, move on and take, take your par. Like don't get greedy on the holes that you've mapped out for yourself that said par is good here. This is yeah. that's my score. That's it. You have to know in advance that you have you would have to have your your plan in advance. And then, like, if you were to happen to steal one, like, there's no there's no reason to say say you might not throw uh throw one in there tight on six. Like, that's mm-hmm. just a bonus. Like, you just or one. Like, maybe you hit a good drive and you luck up and you get and you get one up there or you chip one in uh somewhere like that that's I mean all you know possible. me I've been known to skull one up to the green and have me a good <laughs> yeah a good a good putt at it yeah but I think that would be honestly I would like to do that at my home course and see how low I could shoot the oh. problem is I I don't have enough, it would have to be on like when the course is closed you know what I mean yeah <laughs> and you can't hold anybody up uh, that will be a lot of fun. Can you can you break ninety at your home course? Uh, can you break? I'm sorry. Can you nine under nine under on your home course uh, with unlimited mulligans? I don't know if there's a course out there that would let us take up eight hours. So, I mean, it, I've seen a guy out there shoot. You know, not a not a tour player shoot a 67 on your course. Yeah, with no mulligans. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a guy shoot 59 from the white tees. Uh, what mulligans as well on his birthday yeah so wow. uh it's definitely gettable it's definitely gettable i say let her ride i say let's go for the 20 mil and i think i can do it and if all else fails you get your 20 mil you spent eight hours at augusta if you're probably so frustrated if you didn't get to the nine under that you don't want to play it anymore anyway <laughs> so yeah <laughs> you, exactly. you at least have gotten golf you've gotten golf out of it you've gotten augusta out of it and if you get nine under you've got 20 mil out of it so yeah absolutely. there's no doubt you gotta take you gotta take the nine under and 20 mil absolutely unless you're talking about going to jail and then we're having a whole different conversation yep gotta watch out for that jail bad jail too <laughs> Uh, all right, before we uh, move on to the next topic, give a shout-out to Bad Birdies uh, Golf Apparel. Uh, check out Ben's hat right there. Love their hats. Uh, use coupon code DADS15 
15, dad, plural, D-A-D-S, 15. Take 15% off all your orders. All your orders uh, you can save on pullovers, polos, hats, pants. Uh, they got a little bit of everything. So uh, love those guys. Uh, love what they do for us and, and just like the stuff that they put out. It's just it's just good, fun, fun stuff. You just feel good. You're gonna people are gonna talk about t- talk, you know, ask you where you got that shirt. They're gonna tell you that they, <laughs> you know, they're gonna say, hey, man, I can't pull that off, but you do. That's what you're. That's what they're gonna say. I can't pull that <laughs> off, but you pull it off. That kind of thing. So uh, check them out. They're a lot of fun. Bad birdies, golf apparel. It's where fashion starts. All right. Speaking of golf apparel, okay, there is oh. a lot of. I don't know if this is like contract season where maybe contracts come come up, but there's a lot of apparel switching talk uh, mm-hmm. in golf. Um, for example, uh, you know, Jason Day uh, is with been with um, Nike basically mm-hmm. since he started. I think maybe there was a stint with Adidas. He's but then he went with Nike and he's been with Nike for forever. Uh, and he's just switched to is you, you said Malbon. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess that's how you say it. He looks yeah. like a total goober in the stuff that he's wearing, so I don't know if this is a good move or not. Malbon, believe it or not, Ben, that was the sponsor for, y'all remember when I caddied, my tour caddy debut, that I had a top ten, uh, top 10 finish. Um, that, my pro, had, that was his, cl- that was his clothing sponsor. And he well, put- I went and watched y'all a couple of days out there, and he looked dressed a lot nicer than what Jason Day looks dressed. Yeah, it's a little hipster, little hipstery L.A., very California, I feel like. It's very, very California. Uh, it d- just does not seem like something that's going to be fit Jason Day. But good for them. Good for them. They, they, have some, they do have some cool stuff. If you want to be into that, like, hipsterish type uh, golf stuff, I, I mean – It'll get some look. It'll get some looks for sure. They do. They actually have some custom shoes too that they have. Like they they partner. They get like Jordans and all kind of stuff that are like Malbon versions. Uh, so they're 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 a cool brand, but it just does not seem like a Jason Day brand. I'm trying to think of a golfer that it it like a um. Gosh, who's the guy? Who's the guy? His his name's Morgan something. He like had the sabbatical and uh. He had the sabbatical. He had some issues, and then he just came back like this past year. What is his name? He's it's, it's you know what I'm no talking about. Got the ponytail. He's got the long. Oh, what's his name? That that, that that's who that seems. That's what kind of brand that seems like to me. Is is see somebody. the stuff that I've seen. Look it up, Jason. Where and his? I'll look it up. It, the the stuff that I've seen Jason wear in his photo shoots and what they've shown thus far. Hoffman. Who? Is it Morgan Hoffman? Oh, that does sound right. Uh, he that's the one. Morgan Hoffman. Yeah, that's a Morgan. That's y'all need to call Morgan Hoffman if he's not already sponsored by you. That's that's who you need to who you need to be getting with. But anyway, so there's this one photo that they've got. Let me just explain it to you since we're on the pod and I can't like flash up a picture of it. He's wearing a mock neck, but it's not form fitting like he did with Nike. This is more of the dad version loose shirt little too baggy from what you've seen on television the pants look absolutely atrocious and they look 10 sizes too big for him and then he's wearing the old shoes that had the tassels on the tongue that come down to like to cover up the laces that's one of their things they're a little throwback throwbackish yes so and and if you want to be a part of this 
it's not cheap. It, they've yeah. got his accessories, Ooh. what he's wearing, the Malbon Golf Sunscape Compression Mock Neck that he's wearing, 98 bucks. The golf suede belt that he's wearing, 130 And then the Chino pants that look like granddad pants are $175. So his outfit that he has on in his latest photo shoot is right around $400. And he looks like a total dad that should be wearing mom jeans and New Balance out on the golf course. This is, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you got that that big move, and then you have um, a hint of one that that could be could be really big, and and, and it's everybody's been kind of talking about it uh, over the last several weeks. But Charlie went ahead and jumped on with Grace. He's now mm-hmm. brand ambassador for Grayson Clothers, which it, Clothiers or whatever, however you say it. That's the uh, brand that Justin Thomas is a part of. And many people think that that's where Tiger's going to go, that uh, Tiger's going to leave Nike, which would be, I, I would be blown away. But he's made comments like, this is what I'm wearing for now, or stuff. He's made comments like that that's kind of made people say, hmm. All right, so here's my problem with Grayson. Okay. Tiger doesn't have the frame anymore to wear Grayson. I think Charlie does. I think JT does. I think Tiger, since he's bulked up in order to use his upper body on his swing, I don't know. I think maybe he can get away with some of the pants, but JT's a skinny dude. All that stuff is slim fitting. I don't think Grayson carries anything that is for, and Tiger's not husky by any means. He's just big. He's gotten to where he's just, I mean, he's just a thick dude now, and he's carrying more weight. His shoulders are wider than what they were. His arms are bigger than what they were. So I don't know that unless Grayson plans on designing something around him, which they could because Nike did that. Everybody asked, where did Nike come up with their styles from? Well, they literally put Tiger in like a simulator and they measured him and they fit it. They fit stuff around his body. So maybe Grayson plans on doing that with Tiger. I don't know. Tiger just looks like too big of a dude to be a part of that. They make other sizes, dude. Like Morgan Hoffman, pretty, he's pretty jacked. He's sponsored by Grayson. I, I mean, I think. I think they'll make it work. <laughs> it's not like he's wearing baggy clothes anymore from Nike. Like all his stuff's pretty, pretty slim fitting. I feel like yeah. And stuff but like it, that. would you equate this if he leaves Nike? If not, I mean, I understand that Nike's getting out of the business. I get, I get that they're getting out of the golf business altogether. But still, is this equivalent to Jordan leaving Nike? I mean, I guess it would be. It's I mean, because in the that big, it'd be like Jordan going to yeah Reebok or something. I mean, whatever whatever Jordan went to, um, it would be that equivalent. Which is crazy because Tiger, there's a like Tiger Woods still has his Tiger Woods brand. There's he's got his T- new he's got stuff. his TW. He's got his TW logo because on hats a, it'll be like right back here the TW. There's not a lot of stuff that he's doing like new stuff that he's doing lately, and it's mm-hmm. still all run through through the Nike. Uh, Nike websites, but um, and still the greatest commercial that takes place in golf is him chipping in on sixteen. Yeah, with the Nike, Nike ball, ball frozen there at the at the cup before it falls. I mean, it's it's just amazing. I don't know what Nike's done to to cause this because you know at one point in time they had decent fitting shirts, but they they've just got something about a new fit and that they've gone and maybe that's why it's going under. I'm not sure. At one point in time. 
<clears throat> they had a corner on the market as far as pants, golf pants when they came out. They were the first ones to come out with like the thinner style pants that you could wear that weren't too thick, that you didn't get too hot when you were walking around in. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm curious why this change and why they're doing this. Um, unless they've lost some, you know, Kepka, he still, you know, he still wears some Nike gear on live, but maybe that's the thing. Maybe their ambassadors are just either asking too much or they're just not able because listen, when Nike go, they're going to lose Rory. They're going to lose Tiger. I mean, they just lost Jason Day, who's in there. Um, they're going to lose, uh, Kepka, who regardless of he's on live or not, he still makes four appearances on majors and usually does fairly good every single time. So. I'm just curious how that how that all comes about. Yeah, their apparel to me is just not very good. Just not very good. In my their opinion. shirts are not good. I love their shoes. I love their pants. Love I the cannot, shoes. Shoes are great. I can't, I can't stand the shirts. I mean, yeah. in, in a dream world, besides Bad Birdie, and I'll tell you that just because we, we love the fact that we're we're bright on the course. I mean, Kyle will be the first Including to tell bad you. Bad Birdie. Yeah. Let's, say, let's just say you exclude Bad Birdie. Like, exclude Bad Birdie because they're our sponsor. I really dream. I wonder, I wonder if people start doing like they do with their bag now, Kyle, do they start doing a mixed brand? Because I love the bad birdie hat and I don't wear a lot of hats. So this would be a hat that I would wear. Um, you know, I'm more of a, uh, Peter Millar pullover type guy. I'm a primo. I love the joggers, the primo joggers and the primo shorts. So. I wonder if you could do that, like these guys that are going away from Nike, if they're the first to, let's just say, hey, I like this shirt. I like these pants. I like these shoes. You don't think they're going to let them do that? No, I think if they go to Grayson, obviously they can have a shoe sponsor. Right. uh, Because Grayson doesn't have shoes, but I think they're going to go. I I think it's going to be wherever they go, they're going to be fully situated. (laughs) But him. where is where where what is what is Nike's end game in this? Because even somebody like Fina, I mean, you and I are all the time getting Jordan Lowe's and trying to wear those on the course. I mean, does that go away? I don't know. Am I going to have to sell them? Am I going to have to go back to Foot Jordan? No, I like the Jordans. I'm going to. I'm. Gonna, I think I'm going to stick with them for a while. I'm going to stick with them because then you know, in 20 years, when everybody wants them, I'm going to have them. So exactly, I'm going to start putting those things on eBay for five thousand dollars a pair. Exactly. So what what would be your dream if you could have one not dream but like other than obviously Bad Birdie what would be your sponsor that you'd pick that you would say I I would wear everything they had and be fired up about it you kind of strike me as like Foot Joy I feel like Foot Joy would be you I do like Foot Joy and Ping the way they fit me I do Foot Joy and Ping and and they're kind of tied together. Uh, I used to have a couple of Foot Joy shorts, uh, shirts that I wore. Uh, they got really good pants and really good shorts. So uh, their problem is, is they still haven't gone to the form fitting stuff. Like even their pants are a little too daddish on Foot Joy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm more of a Foot Joy guy. I mean, and the thing is with Foot Joy, you know, they're tied in with Titleist. So at least I'd get a Titleist hat to wear um, if I was with Foot Joy. So, and, and Titleist balls to play with. So I guess I'd, I'd have that going for me. So. Yeah, I guess I'd have to go with foot. Plus, that's the even though I don't wear a glove, Kyle will tell you when I do wear a glove, it's always a foot joint glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, dude, I like I I don't have very much of it, but I like. I would have to. There's two. There's two brands that I, that I would. I, first off, um, Grayson would be awesome, but I really yeah. dig Holderness and Born right now. 
our pro shop has a ton of their stuff. I have two or three of their hoodies that are fantastic. Um, the collars, like I'm huge on collars. You don't even have to button them. I mean, I like to wear the top button. By the way, did you know Tiger was a top button guy? Yes. When he played the greatest golf of his life. He was a top button guy. I yeah, know. all my buddies made fun of me. I was doing top button at that time, and so I got away from it. Let the let the cheeseburger hang out a little bit. I think you won four majors in a row with a top button. Well, I did it, and I didn't wear any. I didn't win any majors, so it doesn't, <laughs> that can't be it. Yeah, I like Holderness, man. Holderness has some cool stuff. Um, you know, I'm wearing a, a hoodie now, and um, Duffner wore this for a while. Um, but their golf gear just it, it's it needs a little yeah. help, it, and that's Vineyard Vines. Uh, that's another one that, um, cause I do like their pants. Cause again, with the bright, you know, me, I want the bright colors. I want something that's just going to stand out out there. So, I mean, there's, there's a few, there's a few ways I would go. Uh, but the good news is Kyle, if we got in that position where we were pros and got to shoot, they would fit us for whatever the hell we wanted. Oh yeah. No doubt. We just, would need to pick a brand, pick, you know, pick a brand and, you know, I don't, do you remember when, Nike tried to go a little too tight and Tiger ended up switching uh, shirts during mid round one. And the, the reason he had to switch is because he reached under and like yanked and like ripped the bottom of his shirt. Cause it was too tight. Underneath. I, remember Rory, I remember Rory doing that after he like missed a cut or something like that. Well, he did that and was standing in the, <laughs> the window. Tiger did it like in the tournament and then like at nine changed and everybody was like, what's going on? He said, I don't know. He said, it just, it, it didn't feel right. It just wasn't fitting right or whatever. And because Nike was like, you can't do that. It's like, bro, this is their livelihood. If they you can't put them in something that they don't feel comfortable on the course with, and they're going to constantly be adjusting, then this is not worth it. They'll find something else. There you go. All right. New Year's resolution. Give oh. me your one New Year's resolution. It's got to be measurable. And uh, what's it going to be? Mine is going to be. No pun intended. Length. I've got to get stronger off the tee and with my irons. Okay. And a lot of that has got to do with me being lazy and not working out anymore and not taking care of myself because there are times now, especially late in the round, I am fatigued, man. I mean, we get to 16, 17, and 18, and I'm having to club up in order to hit the same shot you guys are hitting. And Hitting, uh, you know, let's just say 18, for instance, at your home course when we play out there. I mean, there was at one point in time I'm hitting wedges and nine irons into the green, and now I'm hitting sevens and sixes into the green just because my body's kind of give out on me. And and the hole before that, 17, is a par three. And what's that par three usually play where we play from, Kyle? 185, 180, something like something that? Something like that, yeah. And, I mean, I'm ended up, I've had to go to hitting, a. I mean, that's usually a six to a five iron for me. And by the time we get to 17, I mean, I'm having to, I'm having to club up and get a four iron in hand or hit a hybrid to just try to get it up there on the green. So, um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta work on length and, and getting it out there a little bit further. Number one off the tee, but even just the endurance wise. So I'm not gassed by the time we reach, you know, the, the down stretch. I mean, that used to be something that even Lori would make fun of me because she would say, well, how'd you do today? And I'd say, well, it started off terrible, but I finished strong. And I can't say that anymore. Like, I don't ever – like, I'm not birdieing holes coming home anymore like I used to. And, and you know, that used to be one of my things that I really enjoyed is I knew, especially at AU Club, got you in with that par five, par three, short par four, 
And I mean, there was a chance for me to grab two birdies on the day out of those three holes. And I don't know the last time I've had a birdie on any of those three holes. Well, yeah, I do. I had a birdie on 18 when I ran it in off the green to upset you and win that time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to find a ball speed calculator because we got to make this, we got to like put, this has to be something that is, this has to be something that is like uh measurable. Okay. So, cause you got to have, so we got to say, you got to get your ball speed up to X amount. So what do you want to If you, if you nuke a drive, if you, let's say, I mean, let's don't say nuke. Let's say if you hit 10 drives, what do you think the average Instead of ball speed, let's do this. Because I do, from us our time at Bunkers, I've, I've been paying attention to what my club head speed is. Because that's, you know, when you start looking at shafts, that's what they want to know. What, how fast do you swing the club? And, you know, with my irons, I'm somewhere around 80 to 85 miles per hour. And right. with with the driver, I'm somewhere between 85 to 90 miles an hour on, on that. So, right. so if I can get that to let's say let me get that iron speed up to 80 to 85 and get the driver speed up to 90 plus and i think the length will i think i think the length will take care of itself with hey, that what are you going to do what are you going to do ben to to get there well, i guess i got to start working out of some sort here we go so i got i got it now so 90 90 mile an hour club head speed total should get you at two thirty about two thirty-five. I should put see, you maybe that's a little because you know I well that probably is landing area because I mean I hit it I hit the ball low. I probably tee I probably get to about two fifty. So that's probably right. That's probably two thirty five and then it rolls out. All right, so we're gonna yards. get you to your goal is to get to ninety five. Okay. Ninety five, that'll give you another ten to fifteen yards, get you a, a typically right there around the 250. So yeah, that's huge. That. So yeah. we're going to say 95 is is the club head speed we want to get you to. So we may yes. have to go in to bunkers and do like a test run and figure out where you are and then kind of work our way to that. So I like it. I like it. My goal is, look, about two or three years ago, my swing has just completely gone off the rails. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't want to get beat. I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go and just say I want to get better. Um, I've got to, I'm going to start taking, I'm going to start taking lessons. I'm going to take some lessons and I'm basically going to start over in golf. I'm basically going to start completely over. So my goal this year, my goal this year is to get down. I currently I'm at a, let's see where I'm at. I think I'm almost eight, which is the highest I've been in a long time, uh, handicap wise. And it's not a good eight. It's not a good eight. It's a, I'm lucky that if I break, if I break 80, uh, I'm happy. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's that bad. Like I'm shooting mid to low eighties right now. I, I, and it's survival mode. I'm not, there's no, I have no swing that I feel good about. It's just, I'm complete survival mode. So, uh, I want to get my handicap. I want to cut my handicap in half. So I'm at 7.8. I want to get to three, well, what, what 3.9. So by the, end of, by the end of the year, I'm going to try to cut my handicap in half. and But I think I'm that bad right now that a few good changes, I could probably cut a bunch of strokes off uh, in, in in no time. Like, See, I, I thought about doing that too because I'm at 
a 10 five now. Yeah. And we went into, we went into the summer with me being at an eight, eight. We're going to say four. If I can get, I want to, I want to get into the fours. I think into the fours. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean, I was as low as a two, uh, like two or three years, like two, yeah. two years ago when everything started going off the rails. Like I was shooting around par almost every time I played, I was could hit my three wood 250 plus bomb mm-hmm. drivers. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I just lost it. Like it's, it's weird. And and now I balloon everything and, and I'm struggling. So I'm starting over. Uh, and, uh, I'm, my goal is to not give in to not give in to the survival swings, figure out a swing. And even if you have to chip it down the fairway, let's get, let's, let's work on it get it consistent <laughs> and get that, get that handicap back down. So that's, love my, it. that's, that's my goal. And we'll see at the end of the year if we can get there. So, anyway, guys, be paying attention. Quick correction: bunkers. The the brunch is from ten to three on Saturday and Sunday, but kids only play free on Sunday. They don't play free on Saturday. So, right, kids play free on Sunday, uh, but brunch is ten to three both days. All right. So, uh, thanks again for listening. This is episode three hundred three of the Dad Bod Golf Pod, and we're always always struggling. You've been listening to. The Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.